If you want to know what's holding you back, it's your self-image. You won't ever, ever attain sustainable success beyond the level of your self-love, period. So improving your self-concept is critical, not optional. My name is Raven Burns Kushner, Wiccan Artist Life Coach, and this is the Paint Self-Love Podcast. My intention for today's discussion is that it be fun, insightful, and inspirational. So let's dive in. Hello and welcome. Today I wanted to talk about, well, actually, I wanted an excuse to talk about my latest obsession, which is Anne Rice's interview with a vampire on Prime. Now, obviously, I'm not getting any money to be talking about this, but I really love the show. And I was thinking about what I really love about it. And I think what I really love about it and what I love about any show, and I'm actually not a big movie or show watcher. I tend to be too busy for that or wanting to do other things. And I have really high standards. There's a lot of stuff that that's out there that I just can't be bothered with. Not because I, well, maybe I'm a little bit of a snob when it comes to entertainment, but I think it's because I started with an English background. So I've read some of the best literature that's been made. So it's really hard to watch a story that is filled with bad dialogue or implausible tales or whatever. But what I love about this show, aside from the aesthetics as an artist, which is amazing, I love the aesthetics of the show, um, but also what you can really learn about relationship dynamics from the show, that's what's really standing out for me. Um, Because these relationship dynamics are so common, and, you know, Hollywood tends to romanticize love But what passes for love in Hollywood is not actual love. (laughs) So that's what I wanted to talk about. And I think, I don't know where the show is going because I'm on episode five of seven. So I have an idea of where it's going, but I don't know for sure. So this may evolve as I finish the show or at least season one of the show. But the dynamics between the two main characters, Louis and Lestat, is really interesting. And I think... If you've studied or been in a narcissistic relationship at any point in your life, I think you'll recognize the dynamics, and I think you'll understand why I'm saying that what's passing for love or what Lestat calls love is not actual love. So when we meet Louis, his father has recently passed away, And he's responsible for taking care of the family financially. And he's done a great and amazing job. What you do notice is that although he's the anchor of the home, he really is also kind of the slave of the home, meaning he's kind of just expected to do this. And there's not a whole lot of gratitude. His mom, as you'll see, um, eventually turns on him on a dime um, because In her mind, he's responsible for something tragic that happens, even though it really wasn't his fault at all. But going back to the dynamics between Lestat and Louis, Lestat notices, Lestat is the vampire, um, the main vampire, and this is before Louis turns into one. But Lestat notices him on the street because of his quick temper. He responds to somebody harshly, 
And after that, that really turns Lestat's head. And it's funny the way Lestat courts Louis because he kind of does it in a way that really pisses him off. He shows him up and he emasculates him in front of his favorite hooker. (laughs) So emasculates him on a financial level and on a sexual level. And it pisses him off, but it also intrigues him. And it's really interesting to see the way Lestat works. It's like he gets on Luis's radar first by doing that, but then he flips it and he appeals to his ego. Uh, Luis is a black man in 1920s, late 18th, late 19th century, early 20th century Americans in uh, Louisiana. So, Obviously, racism is a huge factor, and he's able to own a business, and he's wealthy, but, you know, he can't escape race dynamics, and and Lestat really plays on that, appealing to his ego. You can look at this as the beginning of the love bombing stage. It's like love bombing, if you've been the victim of it, it, it plays into your ego as well. It's not just the narcissist ego it plays, your own ego. Your own ego is hungering for this kind of validation. And so Louis gets this kind of validation because Lestat speaks to the racism in the society. Now Lestat is French. And so he kind of comes as somebody who's supposedly superior to all this racial dynamics in America. And he appeals to Louise's pain and his resentment and his anger. And it kind of bonds them together. And he shows him some tricks, he impresses him, he wines and dines him, so to speak. And so all this is leading up to the point where he makes the pitch of, hey, join me in this vampire life and we'll be together forever. Now, Louis, from his point of view, he's, as I said, he's he's the responsible one in his family, but he's not really appreciated. He's just sort of expected to do everything for his family. And there comes a point where it's like he's realizing, and also his sexuality is hidden, which it it must be as a black man and as a man of that century, you can't just be openly gay. So he's dealing with all of these conflicting feelings, his father passing away, all these responsibilities, him not being able to be open about who he is. But Lestat swoops in and he sees it all. He he plays to his resentment. He plays to his not feeling seen. He plays to his not feeling loved. And he comes in as the answer to it all. So when he makes his pitch, hey, join me in this vampire life, despite the fact that Louis knows on some level that this is wrong, it's like he can't resist that desire to be wanted, that desire to be loved, that desire to be seen. And he doesn't know yet that this is really a counterfeit love, and it kind of becomes obvious. There's really hints early on when Lestat and and Louis have their first sexual encounter, Louis is very conflicted about it. He feels bad about it. And he kind of wants to put it behind him. And Lestat is not going to take no for an answer, just like any narcissist. Okay. So when he pursues Louis, this is after Louis's brother passes. And obviously he's, Louis is very upset and Lestat won't leave him alone. He pursues him at the funeral 
And when he's in the midst of his, you know, his sorrow, he's demanding, why hasn't he come back to him? Why hasn't he come to see him? Him, 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 not thinking about Louis at all, not even just giving it, like, can't you bother him tomorrow? Can't you at least have him have his funeral first? But again, narcissistic love is not about you. It's not about the the person. The person is an object. And that object is used to fulfill the narcissist's sense of self, to fulfill their loneliness, to fulfill, you know, their need, their own ego. So it's not about Louis. And so eventually, you know, Louis comes back to Lestat, but it's never really the supposed love that Lestat has for Louis is never actually about Louis. And Louis, so far at least, doesn't address this openly but it's obvious in his eventual discontentment that he realizes this is yet another person who's just using him. And when he finally has someone to really love, which is their so-called daughter, (laughs) when she comes on the scene, this gives Louis another chance to actually have a family that he's lost because of this vampire relationship. So it gives him an opportunity to experience real love. Now, he's made the same mistake as Lestat, and it's his his own need that has fueled this relationship with his daughter. <clears throat> so he's made the same mistake that Lestat has made, but at least his heart is in the right place. He does actually want a family. He does actually what wants what's best for this young girl even though his choices have kind of made her life just as difficult as his own. So they have a second chance now to have a family together, but Lestat is not having it because, again, Lestat is all about himself, and narcissistic relationships are all about that narcissist. It's never about you. And so although this is a fictional story about vampires, (laughs) there's a lot that can be learned. First of all, how could Louis have avoided this situation in the first place? Well, one thing is that he could have recognized the amount of pain that he was in and given it voice instead of just assuming that this is just the way life has to be. If he actually realized, like, hey, I am in a low point because I can't be myself in this society. My family doesn't really love me. They just need me to take care of things. And and when someone is self-aware like that, even if the pain, the painful circumstances don't change, if you can acknowledge that you are in that kind of pain, you're less likely to fall for the the so-called answer that shows up in the form of a narcissist who promises you this, that, and the other. You will recognize that as yet another person trying to prey on you. Another thing to realize, I think, when you're in that position of not feeling self-love and knowing that you're in a vulnerable position is that you have to find ways to fill that outside of a romantic relationship because otherwise you will go looking for it in another person. And whatever you seek in a status of fear or status of unhappiness or status of need, whatever it is you reach for is going to harm you. 
because that is not the right energy to be in to go after anything. So whether it's a business, money, a relationship, whatever it is that you seek when you're in that dysfunctional state, it is going to be dysfunctional no matter how it starts. So I think that's the thing that we can learn is that when we take the time to love and support ourselves, when we take the time to fill up the spaces in ourselves that are empty and hurting and painful, then we have a sort of fortress around ourselves so that we are not ensnared and we're not re-ensnared into these kinds of relationships. Now, in the show, they're at an interesting point where Lestat has completely revealed himself. I mean, the violence in that relationship has completely turned me against Lestat. And it's funny because like anyone, you know, you think a romantic relationship is so beautiful, but then when you start to see what it's really about, you're like, oh, hell no. Like, Louis, get out of there. Get out. Um, And we'll see. As I said in an Instagram post, it's normal for an abused victim to go back to their abuser at least seven times before they eventually get out. So if you've ever been in that situation and you've gone back, even if it's not physical abuse, I mean, abuse comes in all forms. It's emotional, psychological, and in Lestat and Louise's cases, all of these things. He has never physically abused Louis until Louis is determined to leave and take care of the daughter. Lestat can't handle it, and he flipped the fuck out, right? And this is what happens. So as an aside, if you're in a narcissistic relationship and you think they're not violent, wait and see. The problem is when somebody feels like they've been frustrated to the point where they can't get what they want, you don't know what they're going to do. So up until then, Louis has been a very pliable victim. But when the victim finally stands up for themselves and says, I'm out of here, I'm leaving, I don't want you anymore, that's when you see the mask completely falls off and the narcissist becomes what they really are. So if you're with a narcissist that doesn't seem violent, don't believe that they're not violent, (laughs) okay? When a person has nothing to lose, you will see what they're really about. So so take all precautions when you're in the point of needing to get away from someone like this. And again, whether it's a physically abusive relationship or psychological or emotional or verbal or whatever, don't think that it won't get violent when you try to leave. So take every precaution, do everything you can in secret, and don't announce that you've left until after you're, you've gone. Pretend like everything is okay until you've actually left. That's my best and strongest advice if you're in one of these things. So anyway, we'll see what happens to poor Louis. <laughs> He's just been beat up by his the man who supposedly loves him uh, above all things, and we see what that's really about. So we'll see how this unfolds. And so even though, again, this is only a show, there's so much that we can take away from from our own lives. Love yourself, love yourself well, love yourself first, and be very, very cautious when somebody seems to be too good to be true, because they probably are. Okay, so that's all I have for you for this week. Um, I look forward to talking either about this or something else next week. Until then, have a beautiful and self-loving day.
I hope you enjoyed today's discussion. Visit paintselflove.com to book a coaching appointment or to sign up for the next workshop. Until next time, love yourself and love yourself well. Blessed be.